the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Attitude of gratitude, let's go. Man, Thanksgiving season is here. The fields are here, right? We don't have a real fall here. Maybe one tree gets a little orange and we're like, woo! Yeah, it's here. The season is here. And we're going to choose to have an attitude of gratitude. How? By the renewing of our mind to the word of God. Renewing of our mind to the will of God. Renewing of our mind, come on, to the thoughts of God. That's how we'll transform the way we think. We're going to transform the way we think. Seeing our attitude of gratitude in every situation. Attitude of gratitude, right? Living out our everyday life with an attitude of gratitude. When you wake up, when you brush your teeth, come on, attitude of gratitude. When you get in the car, when you go to that gas tank and you got enough to fill up your tank attitude of gratitude come on when you when you're in the line at the store at least you got money to buy some groceries attitude of gratitude now like can't they get another cashier up here can can nobody do their job around here can't you have an attitude of gratitude come on aren't you a christian a jesus follower come on we're not going to be conformed to this world and its negativity we're going to be an influence in this world with our positive outlook with our positive outlook we can flip the script on anything anything i just know like everywhere i go um there was a lady i'm pulling into ups you know and there's a lady and um i didn't see her and i'm like oh i'm sorry and you know me i'm just like trying to park real quick and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, oh, it's no big deal. I'm like, I just thank God nothing happened. And she said, me too. You know? it, it was just funny, but it just comes out of you. Like, I just thank God. Like, I honestly didn't see her. And then you see somebody, you're there. You're like, whoa. I'm like, I just thank God nothing happened. And she stopped and she looked at me. She's like, me too. <laughs> me too. I'm glad too. She's like, yeah, I'm glad you didn't hit me. <laughs> thank God. Right? Yes. We're going to live our everyday life with an attitude of gratitude. Thankful for our house. Come on. Thankful for our vehicles. Thankful for this church. Come on. Thankful for our pastors. Thankful for the word of God. Thankful that we're living in a time where you can just open up your phone and read the word. That you could just open up your phone and you could have YouTube. You got the word of God right there, readily available to you. Just Put it on. You're having a bad attitude. You're falling apart. Your life is a hot mess. Put the word of God on. Come on. It'll change your attitude. It'll change your perspective. And the word of God, gets that seed gets planted in your heart. You're like, okay, refocus, recalculating, recalculating, recalculating. We're no longer going in this direction. GPS is saying recalculating, U-turn, U-turn. At your next left, U-turn, U-turn, you know. That's God. That's the Holy Spirit. Saying you off track. Turn it around. Turn it around, right? Paul said in Romans 12, 1 through 2, this is the message. Place your life before God. Come on. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Who's helping you? God's helping you. In your everyday life, God is helping you. We can't do it on our own. We can do nothing on our own. We can do nothing without the Lord. Let's go. Take your everyday, your ordinary, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around. And this is what we waste. 
We don't present that to God. Our sleeping, our eating, our walking around, our everyday life, like, ah, eh, that's nothing. That's everything. That is everything. It's your daily decisions. It's that consistency of putting God first. Jesus is the focus. Jesus is the center of your life. That's when we wake up and we're a Christian or a Jesus follower. When we start this in our everyday life, our at-home life, our TV watching life, our radio listening life. Come on. Would Jesus be the center? Come on. Jesus be the center. Yes. Our ordinary life. Place it before God as an offering. Here you go, Father. You can have my sleep. Imagine we offer our sleep before God. We'd be having some sweet sleep. We're having some sweet sleep, not no nightmares and hot sweats. And you're like, why do I wake up to go to the bathroom five million times? Did you place that sleep before God? I don't know why I make those weird noises. Sorry about that sound. Sorry about that, everybody online that just turned their laptop lower. Sorry. Because, baby, I'm sorry. Not sorry. Okay. Randomness. Anyways, put that before God, girl. Place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention. Come on, fix your eyes, fix your focus, fix your thinking on God, and you'll be changed from the inside out, readily recognizing what he wants from you with your everyday life right? And quickly responding to it. God gives you a word you hear and do. We hear and obey. Parents in the house, when you tell your kids to do something, when do you want them to obey? Right away. Not later. Not when they feel like it. Not when they're done with their attitude. When do we obey? Right away. And God's over here. You hear my word. And we're over here. When maybe later, maybe after I get my life in order. No, we hear and obey. We hear and obey the word of God. We respond quickly to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. Immaturity. Come on. It's time to rise up. Put away childish things. Time to mature. Level up. Let's go. God brings the best out of you. Develops well-formed maturity in you. Fix your attention on God by renewing your mind, come on, to the word of God, to the will of God, to the thoughts of God. Don't become so well-adjusted to this world that you fit right in. You look like the world, act like the world, walk like the world, talk like the world, right? We should stand out in this world. When you're at the grocery store, and not because you're talking about hallelujah, praise the Lord, like you just, I mean, If I had a gospel voice, I would have just broke it down right now, but I don't. But you know what I mean? Like some people, it's just like, what are you, they don't even know what they're saying. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. I'm like, what? Huh? What does that even mean? I don't know. Like, like, no, not the sound we're talking about. We should look different, act different because we have a different perspective. We have a different perspective. We realize that everybody we come in contact with, that they have a story that they're a person, that they're going through something, that they need Jesus, that we have the answer, we have what they're looking for, then you become full of purpose. You have a purpose, not a burden of religion, but you got a purpose when you walk into the room. You've got a purpose when you walk into that job. you got a purpose when you walk into your home and you've got those kids and you've got your spouse. Come on, you've got a purpose. When everything that you do, you have a purpose. What is your purpose? To be light? To be salt? Come on the light of the world, to be love, 
to express love about God and to others, man, we should not look like the world. We should stand out. But we shouldn't look like religious people either. We should look like love. We should look like God here on this earth, his hands and feet. No matter what happens in this life, come on. We give thanks and not complaints. That's how we're going to stand out. This is the will of God that you give thanks always. Imagine, imagine if we had a city <laughs> of people who gave thanks and not complaints. Who gave thanks and not complaints. Come on, Love Life Church, imagine a church. Let's go. A church that rises up and we give thanks and not complaints. Because everybody can complain about something, but only a few can be the answer. Only a few can be a problem solver. Everybody can bring a problem, but there's a few. Come on, we the few who are going to be the answer. We're going to be the answer, right? No matter what happens in this life, we give thanks and not complaints. No matter what happens in this life, we're going to choose to be grateful. We're going to choose, make the choice. doesn't mean that everything's going good in your life. No, but we're going to choose to be grateful. We're going to choose to be thankful. We're going to choose to be hopeful. We're going to choose, come on, to be faithful. We're going to be faithful to the word no matter what. Come on, we're going to be faithful. It's a word called faithful. Let's go. We're going to be faithful in our relationships. We're going to be faithful to keep our word, to keep our commitments. We're going to be faithful. You said yes, and you're going to be there, then you're going to be there, right? We're going to be faithful. We're going to be faithful. How can we do this? How can we do this? We look to Jesus. That's the only way we can do this. We look to Jesus. He's our example, guys. He's our examples. We set our mind on Jesus and keep it set. Or we set our mind on the problem and keep it set. We have a choice. We have a choice. We've got to choose to set our mind. Let Jesus be the center of our focus. Hebrews 12.1. Since we are surrounded by so many examples of faith, by faith, come on, by faith, by faith, Sasha, by faith, Maribel, come on, by faith, Daniel, by faith, Eddie, by faith, Adri, come on, by faith, by faith, let's go. We got so many examples of the, in the word of God, by faith, Noah, by faith, Abraham, by faith, Sarah, by faith, you, come on, by faith, we must get rid of everything that slows us down. Come on, what's slowing you down, especially sin that distracts us? We must run the race that lies ahead of us and never give up. When do we give up? We never give up. We never give up. We must focus on Jesus, the source and goal of our faith. He saw the joy ahead of him. He saw the joy ahead of him. He saw that he was getting through, the, through, the, through to the other side. He saw that he was going to receive, that we were going to receive him by faith. He went to the cross that he knew by faith you were going to receive him. That was 2,000 years ago. Come on, by faith. That was the joy set before him. What's the joy set before you? You're going to get through to the other side. Angel just talked about just two years ago. Come on, by faith, they're on the other side looking to what's the other side. What's next? What, God's gonna, what is God going to do for you in your finances, in your health, in your relationships? By faith, yes. That's the joy set before us. And we already have the victory in Jesus. We already have it. We already have it. We must focus on Jesus, the source and goal of our faith. He saw the joy ahead of him, so he endured. 
Faith and patience, come on. Endurance, perseverance. This is a year of what? Perseverance. We're going to persevere. We don't give up. He endured death on the cross, and he ignored the disgrace it brought him. Now he holds the honored position, the one next to God the Father on the heavenly throne. What is slowing you down? Come on, what's slowing you down? Come on, what's distracting you? Look at your neighbor and say, get rid of it. Get rid of it. Okay, I ain't over here talking about divorce court. Like, slow down. <laughs> no, what is slowing you down? What's holding you back? What is distracting you? Get rid of it. Run your race with endurance. Do you know that God has a specific plan and a purpose for you? Every single one of us individually, and you got to run your race. I can't run your race for you. Do I want to? Yes. Do I want to drag you back into your lane? All the time. But I can't. Just like you can't run mine. You're not called. You're not called to run my race. It's too burdensome because it wasn't for you. And I'm not called to run yours. And I won't carry that burden either. All I'm called to do is equip you. Here's the word. Run. Run. Come on, run your race. Run your race with endurance. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. Don't get focused on what everybody else is doing, what so-and-so is getting away with, how come they're being blessed and I'm not. You got the wrong mentality. You got the wrong focus. Change your focus. Change your focus. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. You know what matters? It matters what you're doing. It matters what you're being consistent in. Come on. It matters what you're being focused on. What matters what you're being diligent with. You know what matters? Your integrity matters. That's what matters. Come on. Your character matters. At the end of the day, all you got is your word. Let's go. Keep it. Run your race with perseverance. Run your race. Run to Jesus. Run to Jesus. Not from him. Not from him. The world can have you convinced. Religion can have you convinced. Run from Jesus. No, we run to him. We run to Jesus. We run to Jesus and not distracting DMs. Because you're bored. You're feeling lonely. You're feeling distracted. What are you doing? Run to Jesus. Run to Jesus and not distracting DMs. Come on, run to Jesus and not meaningless relationships. Meaningless friendships, meaningless distracting people who are going nowhere, wasting your time. If they're going nowhere, that's fine. And if you're not leading them, get rid, you know. Remember we said, what's holding you back? Run to Jesus and not comforting foods. Anybody else? Can I get a drive-through? Can I get a double extra with the secret sauce, with the, I don't know, macho combo, del grande, so-so, I don't know. Like, you know, we should run to Jesus. We got an issue where we're running through the run through the drive-thru. They know you by name. They know your vehicle. <laughs> you want your regular? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I'm getting my life together. Come on. Run to Jesus and not social media. Run to Jesus. Get off the social media approval and addiction. It's like just this nothing box, but it's fueling you and feeding you with something. It's wasting your time. What is it that you need to get rid of? Come on, run to a real relationship with Jesus. Nothing in this world will satisfy you like a real relationship with Jesus. And once you have it, no one can take it from you. 
Doesn't matter what you go through. Doesn't matter what life hands you. Doesn't matter what sickness, what disease, what financial struggles. Doesn't matter what loss, come on, what relationships happen to you. When you've got Jesus, you are whole and complete in him. And you know he's going to work this out together for your good. It doesn't matter. You're going to get through to the other side. You're going to have an attitude of gratitude, giving thanks to God always. Giving thanks to God in the midst of the storm, on the other side of the storm, as you walk in on water, give thanks. We give thanks. Or you drown and give thanks. Thank you, Father. Get me out of this real quick. Let's go. Set your mind on Jesus and keep it set. That's your choice and that's your responsibility. Let's have Jesus be the center of our life and the center of our focus. Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight. This is the Amplified. He says, come to me, all who are weary and heavily burdened by religious rituals. Because you're never going to be good enough. You're not going to pray well enough. You're not going to do this enough. Let it go. Just talk to God and give him thanks. Come on. Providing no peace. And I will give you rest, refreshing your soul with salvation. You're over here talking about, I need a vacation. I need a vacation. You need a vacation with Jesus. You need some alone time with the word. Come on. Refreshing your soul. Take my yoke. Take my purpose upon you and learn from me. Follow me as my disciple. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest, renewal, blessed, quiet for your soul. Where that anxiety and that depression keep knocking. Where are you going to find that? Jesus says, come to me. Come to me. For my yoke, my purpose is easy to bear, and my burden is light. Being religious is hard, but walking with Jesus is easy. Here's the New King James Version. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my purpose, my yoke upon you, and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke, my purpose is easy, and my burden is light. And then this is the message. Y'all ready for the message? Let's go. This is the message. Are you tired? Look at your neighbor. Are you tired? Are you burned out? Are you worn out, burned out on religion? Yes, we're done with religion. Come on. Jesus says, come to me. Get away with me. Here's the vacation that you need. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn from the unforced rhythms of grace. Of what? Of grace. Come on. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Let's keep company with Jesus. That's where we're going to live freely. That's where we're going to live lightly. Come on, that's where we're going to fulfill our purpose, not somebody else's. We ain't trying to run somebody else's race. We're trying to run ours with endurance. Come on, walking with him, talking with him, working with him, following after him, trusting in him, resting in him. No matter what, look to Jesus. Come on, no matter what, choose joy. No matter what, Pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Make your life a living prayer. Pray all the time and never stop talking to God. Never stop talking to God. Sometimes you're like, it's been a month, it's been a year, it's been a day. Don't stop talking to God. 
Don't stop inviting him in to your situation. You know what? And, and it takes time to develop a real relationship. It takes time, just like with a, just like with a friend. You know what I mean? And now you got like five years, 10 years. Some of you have been married 20 years. Woohoo! You're like, man, I love you more today than I did when I said I do. That's with Jesus. You get in this relationship with him and you like learn who you are. You discover who you are and you discover who he is. And it's just the most incredible thing to have a real relationship with Jesus. Not something cliche, not something... Because you, not my relationship, your relationship. It's, it's crazy how even religious people or religious mentality or religious thinking is like, I want their relationship. No, you don't. That's crazy. That's like being on Instagram and somebody says relationship goals and you're like, I want their relationship. Girl, you got a man. That's your husband. You better be saying relationship goals for your own. Relationship goals for your own relationship with Jesus. Put the work in and establish a good, healthy relationship of communication, of trust, and, and of a revelation of, of his word and who you are in him and who he is in you. You've got the power. You've got love living and dwelling inside of you. You don't need to look for it. You just need to look to the word and discover who you are so incredible. Never stop talking to God. Pray all of the time. No matter what, give thanks to God. This is wild because I've been through some crazy things medically uh, with my health, and I can tell you personally that, that I've walked through this and the doctor's report comes and the MRI and the CT scan and this and that. And you're going through this. And you know what happens? You give thanks to God in the middle of the situation. And I stop. And like, guys, this has been like 15 years plus, this drama, whatever. And I can confidently say, looking at back and be like telling the devil, sucker. <laughs> You never stole my belief in God, and you never will. I don't care whatever comes my way. I give thanks to, the, thanks to God because I'm getting to the other side. I don't care whatever it is. It does not matter. It doesn't matter. He can't take my hope because hope is alive in me. Hope is in me. Like, are you kidding? Like, I am the storm. <laughs> Like, watch out. Because when you realize that God lives in you, you literally fear nothing. You fear no evil. You fear no doctor's report. I don't fear death. I don't care. They're like, are you afraid to go be put under? No. <laughs> to be out of here is with Jesus. Peace. <laughs> don't worry about me, guys. Do not worry about me. I ain't going nowhere. Calm down, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down. Calm down. But you learn to give thanks. You know how you can give thanks? Because you truly trust that God's getting you through to the other side. You truly trust no matter what, he's working it together for your good. It, be thankful. Choose gratitude. These are principles and standards and values that we should live by. In our house, in our home, we have an attitude of gratitude. We give thanks no matter what, right? That's who we are. That's what we do. It's our values we should live by. Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 5.16, Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Whatever happens, give thanks. 
Because it's God's will in Christ Jesus that you do this. Paul said in Ephesians 5.20, Giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. What did he say? Give thanks. Come on, give thanks. Offer thanks. Speak thanks. Grant thanks. Cause thanks. Express thanks. Give thanks always. Being thankful and giving thanks are two different things. How many of you have felt thankful but you never said it? You felt thankful. Imagine every time you felt thankful for just the little things, but you don't express it. Sometimes we hold it back for some strange reason. Let it out. Express the thanks. I mean, I was in youth on Sunday, and so many, I'm like, when's the last time, like, your mom made you a burrito, or she made you breakfast, and you're just like, like, oh, in your head, you're like, man, my mom's the best. It's like, she just makes the best food, da-da-da-da, but you never say it. I'm like, say it, express it. That's how it is with God. You're like, oh, God is so good to me. Say it, express it. It says that you need to give thanks. That's an action. That's a verb. Come on, we need to give thanks. In Psalms 136, 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. Give thanks and not complaints. How easy is it to complain? We can complain about everything all the time. It's too hot. It's too cold. The gas prices are too up. The line is too long. La, 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 la. I don't even know the last time I said, whoa, I'm so excited that the line is short. But I know how many times I've been like, and man, traffic in Arizona, anybody else? Like, it's getting crazy around here. And I'm like, what's all these California plates? Go back to California. Bringing all this California traffic up in here. Like, it used to take me, like, 10 minutes to get somewhere. Now it's taking me 20. I'm like, thanks be to God. Put this into practice. Don't get worked up. It's not worth it. Don't ride their tail. You know, you're not going to get any faster. And then they come up like, like, really? Really? Yeah. Thanks be to God. We're going to give thanks and not complaints. Right? We're going to shift our focus. Don't be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs and its negativity. We're not going to allow it to ruin our day. We're not going to allow it, right? We're going we're gonna to choose to fix our attention on God by the renewing of our mind to the word of God, the will of God. Come on, the thoughts of God. Looking to Jesus. The power of gratitude is in your perspective. The power of gratitude is in your viewpoint. It's in your outlook. It's in your perception. It's how you see things that changes everything, right? People go through crazy things. Man, I've heard wild stories of people that have been to hell and back in childhood, through abuse, through all kinds of things, and they talk about the goodness of God in their life. And I'm like, I got nothing to complain about. They can find the goodness of God in their life. What are, we, what are we complaining about? Let's give thanks to God. It's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. It's us speaking thanks and giving thanks and expressing thanks to God for what he's done, what he's doing, what he's about to do for our family, for our children, for the provision, right? We're giving that thanks, and it's that thanks, that gratitude, that goodness. It's drawing men to repentance. 
I want to know more about that God you're talking about. I want to know more about your story. Tell me more. What does that mean that God's providing for you? What does that mean that God's brought you through and your relationship through and your family through and your children through? What is that you're talking about? It's the goodness of God. It's the goodness of God. Come on. It's the power of your perception, how you see things, how you see the story. Paul said in Romans 8, 28, and we know. Come on. And if you don't know, it's time to come to know. We know that all things work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. Give thanks to God for he is good and he is working all things together for your good. Amen. Do you want change in your life? Anybody? All of us. Come on. Anybody want some change? Change your focus. Change your focus. Focus on the good. In all things, look for something to give thanks. In the good, the bad, and the ugly, look for something. What can I give thanks? What can I give thanks for? Give thanks, not complaints. Imagine if we start teaching our kids to have an attitude of gratitude. That when they start complaining, nope, we give thanks and, not, and, we, we give thanks and not complaints. Not in our house, not in our family. We're not complainers. Yeah, we are, Mom. I heard you complaining. <laughs> No, we're starting today. We're starting fresh. It's a new day. Psalms 34.1, they'll catch you, right? Auntie, yes. I will thank the Lord at all times. Come on, my mouth will always praise him. My soul will boast about the Lord. Those who are oppressed, come on, they will hear it and they're going to rejoice. They're going to hear you giving thanks to God and they're going to say, I want to hear more about that. I need to hear more about that. Praise the Lord's greatness with me. Let us highly honor his name together. I went to the Lord for help and he answered me and rescued me from all of my fears. An attitude of gratitude overcomes fear, anxiety, and depression because you're changing your focus. You're changing your focus. Giving thanks helps you to be present in the moment. Giving thanks helps you to be present in the moment with your kids, with your spouse. Come on. With your relationship with God, with your devotion at work. It helps you to be present in the moment. When the enemy hits you with thoughts of fear, anxiety, depression, hit him back with gratitude. Bam! Hit him back with gratitude. That's what I'm saying. I went to the storm. I'm going to the doctor. I'm in the MRI. Is that all you got, sucker? I'm going to hit you back with thanks be to God. Thanks be to God who gives me the victory. I'm getting through to the other side. The doctor is literally like, who are you? You are living opposite of your paperwork your blood work and your paperwork says that you should not be able to get out of bed you're literally producing zero energy it is impossible and you're sitting here before me happy she was like annoyed she it was like what who are you I said i found people and i found purpose i found people i found people in the house of god i found purpose in the house of god I didn't say, well, let me tell you about Jesus. I said, I found people and I found purpose. She's like, I want to know more about your people and your purpose. <laughs> let me tell you about my Jesus. <laughs> right? Hit the enemy back with gratitude. 
giving thanks, offering thanks. Come on, it's an offering of thanks, an offering of praise, a sacrifice. Speak out thanks, communicate thanks, grant thanks, cause thanks, express thanks. Be to God. Make a list of everything that you're thankful for. This is the perfect time. It's the perfect season. Get a little poster from the dollar store. Everybody in the family's got to write some things they're thankful for. We've got to write down things we're thankful for. We're going to be focused on those things. Thanks be to God. It doesn't mean that we're not having vision and we're not being focused for more. But we're thankful for what we have today. What is it in your hand today to be faithful with? Come on. God, give seed to the sower. Get some seed in the ground if you want a better future. You want a harvest. It's seed time harvest. Seed time and then harvest. Be faithful with what's in your hand today. Get that seed in the ground. Make a list of everything that you're thankful for. This will help you stay focused on the good. God is good. His mercy endures forever, right? Especially during the holidays. All my single people talking about why am I still single? The holidays and all I want for Christmas is a man. Girl, get it together. Come on. It's just, I'm serious. What are you going to be focused on? You lost a loved one during the holidays and that's all you focus on? Oh, depression is knocking at your door. What do you do? Hit it back with gratitude. Giving thanks to God. You're watching too many Hallmark movies. All them Christmas movies, how come my family's not like that family? How come my family's not like them? And how come my house is not like them? My tree is not like them? My turkey doesn't look like their turkey. Turn off the TV. Hallmark is fake. If in case anybody was wondering, the whole thing is fake. How many times are like, this guy, this perfect guy is chasing after you, and you're, this other perfect guy is chasing after you, and you're like, who should I pick? It doesn't work like that. You got two losers, and you say no to the good guy. He's like, what's your problem? That's the real story, but that ain't no Hallmark. Nobody's going to watch that. That's real life. Nobody wants to watch their own story. Just want to watch fake ones. Anyways, stop being distracted. Stop being distracted on what you don't have. Don't be so distracted on what you don't have. Psalms 23, 1 through 4. The Lord is my shepherd. I'm never in need. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides peaceful waters. He renews my soul. He guides me along the path of righteousness for the sake of his name. Even though, look at your neighbor and say, even though. Even though I walk through the dark valley of death, because you are with me, I fear no evil. Your rod and your staff, they give me courage. Come on, even though. How many of us are going through an even though? Even though, even though I'm still single. Even though we don't have children yet. Even though we just lost a loved one and we don't understand why. Even though my healing has not manifested. Even though I'm still, come on, even though. Even though we walk through the valley, we're not going around it. we got to go through. We're going to get through to the other side. Because even though we're going to give thanks, we're going to give thanks. We're going to experience supernatural peace in Christ Jesus. We can't even explain it, right? 
even though. We give thanks even though. When the enemy hits you with thoughts of fear, anxiety, and depression, hit him back with gratitude. Hit him back with gratitude. Knock him out. He's already under your feet. Come on. Remind him of the end of the story. We win, sucker. You lose. Like, you lose. You may have some rain here on this earth, but we, we are not of this world. Come on. We are not of this world. We're not falling for your system, for your way of doing things. No, we have the victory. Fix your attention on God by the renewing of your mind to the word of God, to the will of God and the thoughts of God. And no matter what happens in this life, give thanks. Give thanks to God and not complaints. No matter what happens, we choose to be grateful. We choose to be thankful. Come on, we choose to be hopeful and we choose to be faithful. We're going to keep our word and keep our commitments. Paul said in 2 Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us a spirit of tim- timidity or coward or fear, but has given us a spirit of power and of love and a sound judgment, personal discipline, ability that results in calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. I just don't have discipline. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It's time to discover who you are. Overcome fear with gratitude and give thanks. In everything, we give thanks and we fear no evil. Come on, Paul said in Philippians 4, 6, be anxious for something. Sometimes, a little bit. (laughs) Why do we fight for it? Be anxious for nothing. But pray about everything with thanksgiving. Come on. Let your requests be made known to God. Let him know what you need. Give him thanks for what he's done, what he's about to do. Come on. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind. Come on. Through Christ Jesus, be anxious for nothing. But pray about everything with thanksgiving. Right? No matter what happens in this life, we look to Jesus. We choose joy. No matter what happens in this life, come on, we will never stop praying. We will never stop talking to God. We will pray without ceasing. We're going to make our life a living prayer. No matter what happens in this life, we're going to give thanks to God. We're going to be thankful, and we're going to have an attitude of gratitude. We're going to have an attitude of gratitude in everything. Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. For all of us, it's God's will for us to do what? To give thanks. To give thanks to God. You want to fulfill the will of God? Give thanks. Give thanks. God is so good. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you so much that we're going to hear this word, apply it in our everyday life. We're going to see transformation. We're going to see change as we start to give thanks to you in everything that we do, offering our whole life as a sacrifice, giving you thanks. We're so thankful for what you're doing. We're so thankful for what you're about to do. In Jesus' mighty name, everybody agreed, said. Amen, amen, amen. Love you guys. Have a great night. And we will see you on Sunday. Give thanks.
Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.